Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Christian Basil, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is Gifted, identifying, developing, and practicing the gifts that God has given us. May we offer our gifts joyfully for the sake of the church and the world. The love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 12, verses 15 through 21. When Jesus became aware of the conspiracy against him, he departed. Many crowds followed him, and he cured all of them. And he ordered them not to make him known. This was to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved, with whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him, and he will proclaim justice to the Gentiles. He will not wrangle or cry aloud, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. He will not break a bruised reed or quench a smoldering wick until he brings justice to victory. And in his name the Gentiles will hope. Here ends the reading. The lives of those who follow the servant are changed dramatically. Almost all of this passage in Matthew comes from Isaiah 42, 1-4. Here, Matthew is identifying Jesus with the prophesied servant in Isaiah. And I wonder how much we think about the prophetic tradition in Scripture. What does it matter that all of these prophets roamed around Israel? Did everything even come true? Doesn't Jesus fulfill everything? I think Matthew's use of prophecy in this gospel is important for us today, because as I see it, prophecy is a resource for discipleship. The prophetic tradition was a call to change, a warning to repent or turn back to God, or to do something. Again, we might say that Jesus has fulfilled all the prophecies, And we wouldn't be wrong for thinking that. But here he is fulfilling the role of the servant. Isaiah's text was certainly thought of much differently when it was written. And the author probably did not have the actual Jesus in mind. When we look through scripture, we see servanthood expressed time and time again by individuals. And with Isaiah, it could also have been the nation of Israel itself, or maybe even leaders of other countries who benefited the Jewish people. Yet, as Christians, we believe that Jesus is the final servant, the greatest servant, the one who fulfills this role once and for all. Indeed, there is no one that embodies the work of the servant as Jesus did. There is no need for another Jesus. But this does not mean that the work of the servant is over. This prophetic call to proclaim justice, to be humble and hope in Christ, is still active in us and in the world. We find hope in Jesus, and because as followers of Christ we are called to love others as God loves and to spread the gospel, we share in this vocation as a servant. It is our discipleship that continues this message. Like the crowds who followed Jesus, the many crowds, who were cured, our lives are also changed just as dramatically when we take up this vocation 
as Christian disciples. So what could it mean for us as disciples in light of this prophetic image? Maybe it allows each of us to be a servant in different ways, living into the call that God has for us. Maybe it gives us motivation to proclaim the good news, but I believe it allows us to hope. Hope seeks the future in light of the past. We are hearing in this passage voices of hope from past generations that are fulfilled in Jesus. And that hope is something that we carry today as we look to our own futures. I know that in my own life, that this hope in God's servant gave me a clearer path through college, it gave me a greater direction afterwards, and helped me see various career changes and moves as part of the greater call in my life to the church. I can't imagine where I would be if this prophetic message from the past was not still calling out through time to me today. But I know that it calls me to be a better servant to others, and has given me and all of us the greatest example in Jesus to follow. We are all changed by following this servant in Jesus Christ, and my hope is that you see today as one filled with hope, that you hear the words of generations of prophets calling out to you as well to hope for what is possible and what the work of Christ can do. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated to you, and then use us, we pray, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Amen.